0: Welcome to the new audio podcast with Thomas Jelmy. Take off now and boost your efficiency in leadership, teamwork and customer contact. Today's topic is how to successfully interrupt reactive patterns. Honestly, have you ever wished for somebody else to change their behavior towards you? Maybe... You even demanded it or really expected for the other person to change their behavior. If they would talk in a decent mode with me, then I could also speak decently with them. Now, if you think about your experience with other human beings, how likely is it that somebody else would actually, just like that, change their behavior towards you? Well, the likelihood is close to zero. We all know that. We all know that nobody will just simply change their behavior just like that. And still, we very often stay in a position in which we expect others to change first. So we could also change our behavior and de escalate a conflict, for instance. But you see, if both parties remain in this expectation, logically, nothing will change. Even worse, very often we end up in a reactive pattern in which every party involved reacts to the other party's behavior. So I behave in a certain way and you react to my behavior and I in turn react to your behavior, and it goes back and forth and back and forth, and this go, could go on for weeks, months, or even years. It doesn't necessarily have to have a good quality, but because both play the game, it fits and it works. And as I said, worst case, we end up locked in such a reactive pattern with none of the two or more parties involved being able to to break free from it. So if you want to change something in such a reactive pattern, if you want to break the pattern and increase or improve the quality of the interaction, deescalate the situation and solve the issue or the problem, there is one spot, there's one area in this back and forth of action and reaction in which you can uh, change something, control something, and really have influence. And that's in your own behavior. You see, we cannot force others into changing their behavior towards us. But what we can do, and which is very effective, is we can invite them to change their behavior by changing ours. Because by changing our behavior, we create the likelihood for a changed or for a different reaction on the other side. So, in other words, if we want change in our interactions, we need to stop doing what we have been doing and do something differently. And if what you do so far doesn't have a desired effect, do something different. So think about what in your own behavior you could do differently. You could change in order to de-escalate and calm down the situation. Very often it's the small things that make a difference in this regard. So it doesn't mean that you have to become a different person and completely and fundamentally change who you are and how you behave. Sometimes it's small things such as listening a tad bit more or showing a little bit more understanding for the other person's position for their interests and for their needs or ask respective questions. It all comes down to giving positive impulses into the interaction, into the relationship. Will this change something? Guaranteed no no there's no guarantee there is just an increased likelihood that the whole interaction will change and the quality of the interaction will change positively so there is a certain risk you take by investing in the relationship by being the first to invest in the relationship to by being the first to Uh, make a step towards the other person. And just like in any other investment, there is a, a certain risk involved that it doesn't work, that there is no return. And so in this case, it's just the same. There is no guarantee that it will work. On the other hand, you can gain a lot by making this first step in order to break free from a reactive pattern. Now, what does it take uh, in order for this to work? What does it take so you are able to actually change your behavior? Well, first of all, it takes consciousness. You need to you need to become aware of the fact that you're locked in a reactive pattern and that by continuing to do what you have been doing so far, nothing will change. So this awareness is absolutely crucial because if you don't notice, you you cannot change anything, of course. Secondly, what it takes is uh, to to actually put your ego on the side for a moment. Because as long as we are ego-driven in such a situation, in such a reactive pattern, the likelihood that we actually make the first step towards the other person is very low. Why is that? Because the ego, as long as we're ego-driven, what does the ego want? The ego wants to be right. The ego wants to be understood. And the ego wants to win. So imagine two people sitting at a table having a hot discussion about a conflict and a conflicting issue. And both are ego-driven. Both want to be right. Both want to be understood. And both want to win. The likelihood that these two can solve the issue and solve the conflict is very low. And they're rather set up for a fight. So putting the ego on the side or leaving the ego at the door can be a crucial element into uh, for solving for solving such a situation and for breaking free from such a pattern. So that you can say goodbye for a moment to the thought or the urge of being right, and maybe having alternative thoughts like. What is needed in the situation? What does it take in the situation to de escalate or to resolve the problem? Another thing that is needed, besides awareness and besides the decision to put the ego on the side, is room. Room for making a conscious choice in your behavior. Because as long as we are reactive, as long as react, reaction follows action and it goes back and forth, there's, like, there's no room for uh, conscious behavior and consciously chosen response. That's the difference between a reaction and a response, consciousness. And in order to be able to make a conscious decision, you need a, you need a specific room, a moment in which you can think what is needed now in the situation. So concretely speaking, in a conversation, in a lively conversation, after the other person has said something, instead of reacting immediately and shooting back, give yourself a moment, stop yourself from reacting immediately. Imagine a red uh, traffic light or a stop sign popping up in front of you saying stop and give yourself a few seconds to breathe and to think what is now helpful behavior. Noticing what your ego wants to say or do and then deciding whether this will add value to the conversation or not. And if it doesn't, don't do it. Don't say it. Rather be quiet than to react in a way that will further escalate the situation. To quote Viktor Frankl, between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. My wish for you is that this impulse will help you increase your personal effectiveness. Yours, Thomas Janney.